Diverse voices. Unique sound. Not the same old thing. Different, different. This is NOCO FM. evening and happy Friday, listeners. It is that time again for another episode of Corbin versus the World, and I am your hero, Corbin David Albaugh, here to bring you the greatest tunes of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. It is officially the first weekend of February, and that means it's Super Bowl Sunday, and yes, I am going to alienate all of you by talking about sports. Yes, once again, it is that cherished American tradition when we can all forget about our social differences, our political differences, our economic differences, and we can all collectively join hands and try and kill Tom Brady and Bill Belichick with our psychic hate boners. I promise you, listeners, if we all just try at once, we might succeed this year. I am, of course, speaking from a position of bitterness. As some of you know, I am from Kansas City, and my beloved Chiefs were defeated by the Patriots, thus sending our superstar quarterback and Kermit the Frog death elemental Pat Mahomes Jr. back to the shadow realm from whence he came. And yes, that is the only time that you are going to hear football and Yu-Gi-Oh! strung together in a single reference. This is the kind of content that you can get from Corbin vs. the World. But all jokes aside, it's looking like a very fun game and a classic matchup of young versus old as we have Sean McVay, who is the youngest head coach to reach the Super Bowl in NFL history, uh, who also happens to look like an unbelievably handsome Abercrombie model, versus crusty old Darth Bill Belichick, who looks like a potato gained sentience and learned how to command dark magic. So obviously it's looking to be a very entertaining matchup, however... The most important thing about this game is not the game itself, nor is it about the commercials, although I'm sure there will be at least one hilarious beer commercial starring a celebrity who we haven't seen in a very long time who will hopefully not be accused of sexual assault in the next five years. Cannot make guarantees. However, the most important thing about this Super Bowl is in fact the halftime show, which is being performed by... Maroon 5. I'm letting you know in case you live under a rock and you haven't heard this already. And of course, there's a massive outcry about Maroon 5 performing, which I personally am going to step up to the plate for Maroon 5, and I will die on this hill. They released songs about Jane, and they created the soundtrack for my middle school years, and for that, they are legally cleared to do whatever they want. Up to and including Adam Levine's super random cameo in the second season of American Horror Story. No, Adam, I have still not forgotten about that. That was weird. No, the outcry is not so much about the fact that Maroon 5 is performing, because keep in mind, we were totally cool with Coldplay performing a couple years ago, and I'm still a little salty about that. No, the outrage is due in part that Uh, It's looking extremely likely, given the tragic death of Spongebob Squarepants creator Steven Hillenburg in this past year, Maroon 5 will be performing the classic Spongebob orchestral anthem, Sweet Sweet Victory, at the halftime show. And once again, I'm having one of those moments where I have to take a step back and realize that is a real sentence about real things that are happening in our very real 
2019, which is just giving further evidence to my theory that we are living in the monkey's paw universe, where we all collectively kind of get what we want, but in such a way that we never should have wanted it in the first place. And once again, I will go to bat for Maroon 5, and I will say this. It could be worse. It could be Coldplay, or Imagine Dragons, or... Um... Well, those are really the only two scenarios where it could be worse, I suppose. Or the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Suck my kiss. There we go. There are three scenarios where this could be a worse situation for all of us. So take pride in that. Uh, also, Travit Dollar Sign Scott is also performing with them. Why he's performing with Coldplay. I'm sorry, that was a Freudian slip. Why he is performing with Maroon 5. I have no idea, but hey, whatever gets the kids tuning in, right? But I'm going to steer this away from sports and Maroon 5 and all that schlocky rock that we do not enjoy so much, and I'm going to turn your attention to a new album that dropped last week. I'm very excited about this. This is Better Oblivion Community Center. This is a collaborative album between Phoebe Bridgers and Connor Oberst, and it is one of my favorite new tracks of... 2019. This is their track, Sleepwalking. It's, it's impossible to count. One, two, three, four. Drinking cold black coffee. I shake and shake, still won't get off me. Another blissed out fancy Where animals and objects talk to me I was try and hate it But then you laugh, it sounds outrageous It's been another day Sleep walking Is this having fun? Or is it just
piss paws Did he jump or did he fall as he gazed into the morning mist? Did he raise both fists and say to hell with this and jest?
welcome back to Corbin versus the World, where we do not openly advocate for psychic violence against any star athletes, especially Tom Brady. And now that I am legally cleared, I can now continue the show. Thank you, NOCO FM lawyers. Where would I be without you? So you just got done listening to Better Oblivion Community Center and their song Sleepwalkin'. And after that, if you heard that whistling and thought, oh my god, is that a new Andrew Bird song? You have really good ears. That is, in fact, the latest song from Andrew Bird coming from his new album that will be dropping later in March. That was his song, Sisyphus. And let me take this moment on behalf of the universe to thank Andrew Bird because he could have used his superhuman whistling abilities to amass an army of birds that would help him take over the world and become a supervillain and maybe fight Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk in some sort of crossover episode. But that did not happen. Andrew chose the path of the light. He became Andrew Bird and uses his powers for good. And he creates very nice chamber pop whistle core that everybody loves. So thank you for choosing the path of the light, Andrew. And rounding us out was Reptalians, which is a great band name, and their song 666 Bus. And I have taken many precautions to not open up another portal to hell while saying that. So good job, Ouija boards. Well done, guys. This is a very exciting time because we are at the beginning of the year, which means that a lot of bands are releasing their big tours for the year, releasing their big albums. And one of the biggest pieces of music news in the last couple weeks has been Vampire Weekend rolling out their new tour and a couple tracks from their upcoming album, which will be called Father of the Bride, which features some god-awful album art, but I am not going to hold that against Vampire Weekend because I truly believe them to be one of the best bands going today based purely off their universality. You can walk into generally any place, hear Vampire Weekend playing, and it makes sense. It just fits in. I don't know what it is about their specific sound, but you just feel comfortable no matter where you are listening to them. You could be at a restaurant, a supermarket, a sporting event, the bar, the new trendy coffee place, the old shitty coffee place, the morgue, the Louvre, prison, a funeral home, stuck inside an escape room in Willy Wonka's Great Glass Elevator, the Starship Enterprise, a gulag in Siberia, your dad's house, your other dad's house, a Baskin-Robbins, anywhere, and Vampire Weekend would sound appropriate. And for that, I do appreciate them in all of their Vampire Weekend-ness. So they released a new song called Harmony Hall, which I am not going to play on this show because I have no doubt that you're going to be hearing it literally everywhere in the next six months, and that is a promise. But it is a very good track in its own right. It carries the same cycle for me that all Vampire Weekend songs have, where I hear it the first couple times and I hate the absolute shit out of it, and I assume that they have lost their way as a band, and then the Blue Fairy comes to me in the middle of the night, I listen to it for a third time, and I realize it is, in fact, one of the greatest songs ever written. So good job with your voodoo Vampire Weekend. Keep doing that crazy thing that you do. Here are more tunes. This is The Orioles. It makes you forget. Thank you. 
Welcome back to Corbin vs. the World, where we do love Vampire Weekend. You just got done hearing It Makes You Forget by the Orioles, followed up by Strong Enough by Le Butcherettes, who are currently on tour. They are playing a show at the Larimer Lounge, February 16th, and they have their new album, By Mental, coming out this week, so check that out on Spotify. That is a killer, and they are a very, very good band. And rounding us out, we heard Seabirds by Pizza Girl, which definitely sounds like it should be one of those charming little indie pop bands from the mid-2000s. Here they are in our own day and age. So go check out Pizza Girl as well. And now it's time for us to turn our attention away from amazing songs that we love so much and turn it to its antithesis. Terrible songs that we hope bury themselves in a hole and never show up again. Yes, listeners, it is once again time for an update on the Worst Song of All Time Tournament, sponsored by Nissan, even though they don't know it. I am very proud to say that voting has been going very well for the tournament. I'm very happy about the turnout. Be sure to subscribe to my Instagram, at Corbin vs. The World, so that you can vote. All of the brackets are being contained in my story. We have a new matchup every single weekday. And on weekends, we will have two matchups, so stay tuned for that. Today's matchup is bound to be a barn burner, and please vote if you have not voted already. This is Rebecca Black's Friday, which might be one of our top-seeded songs, against a dark horse but also strong candidate in its own right. That is Freedom's Call, performed by all those terrifying little girls at a Donald Trump rally way back in 2016, which may actually seem like ancient history by this point, so I'm very sorry to drag that one out of the crypt, but that is bound to be an absolute barn burner. The other matchups this week have been extremely interesting and fun to watch play out, mainly because I'm seeing exactly how much all of you really hate country music. Holy crap, guys. I saw She Thinks My Tractor's Sexy by Kenny Chesney and Red Solo Cup by Toby Keith absolutely beat the hell out of their opposition, which I'm a little sad about because I really thought that You Raise Me Up had a fighting chance against Red Solo Cup, but clearly Josh Groban was, as usual, completely punching out of his weight class. So many condolences to Josh Groban. Best of luck with your police TV show. And once again, that is a real thing going on in 2019. Josh Groban is playing a cop in a TV show. You're welcome. Go check it out. Or don't. You're really not missing out one way or another. But you definitely do not want to miss out on the rest of the tournament. We have some very exciting matchups planned for next week as well. Achy Breaky Heart is going up against Broken Side's Freaks. And if you have forgotten what Broken Side is, good job because I have not. I have not forgotten about the weird period of time where Screamo and Rap had a weird kind of, I wouldn't call it love child, we'll just call it a physical oomph child. Uh, But that is one of the songs that is going to be competing next week, as well as Every Rose Has Its Thorn versus Mbop, Copacabana versus Fireflies, and Hot 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 versus Don't Worry Be Happy. So, I may actually break the internet with this competition, but I say it was a worthy sacrifice indeed. But let's not dwell on shitty songs any longer. Let's talk about some stuff that is good for our ears. Did you know that Charity Glazer has a new album out? You bet they do. 
This is their song, Wasted None.
back to Corbin versus the world. I am your hero, Corbin David Albaugh, and yes, I do love angry, shouty, post-punk music so very much. You just got done hearing Cherry Glazer's track off their latest album, That Was Wasted None, followed up by Drala and their song, Fictional Decision, and rounding us out was the always impressive and always foreboding Proto-Martyr and their song, What the Wall Said, off of their early album, Under Color of Official Right. And if I have not already stressed this enough, go and listen to all of Proto-Martyr's discography. Holy God, they are so very good. But standing aside, this is the end of our show, which means I get to tell you all about the fun ways that you can support this show and support our network, NOCO FM. 
The first and easiest way that you can support us is to go to the App Store and download our very special bright and shiny NOCO FM app that will allow you to listen to our stream at any time as well as listen to any number of the shows on our network whenever you would like. So you can listen to my show or The Spark with Stephanie James or Gadio or Don't Forget the Lube or any other fantastic show that you can find on this network. If you would like to go one step further and support us financially, as well as with your wonderful ears, you can also go onto our Patreon page and you can donate a certain amount of money a month to help us continue to build and support the community. And we also offer a bunch of really cool perks. If you donate $2 a month, you get to dedicate a song of your own on this show, and I will play it without question. If you donate $7 a month, I will write you a very nice haiku. I'm serious. I will embroider it. I will even put my own blood on it if you are into that kind of thing. And you also get access to our very special Corbin vs. the Movies podcast, in which I scream at probably a Nicolas Cage movie in a mystery science theater style format that is sure to tantalize and delight. And do know, dear listener, I have not forsaken my New Year's resolution. I am still doing my damnedest to watch every Nicolas Cage movie. And holy God, it's getting a little bit difficult. I watched Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans last night, and that was a slog to get through. So I had to wash my mouth out with Kick-Ass after that. I give both movies a very resounding four cages out of five. Anyway, that's all I have for you guys today. Here are more tunes. Thanks a lot for listening. Appreciate you. This is Goth Babe.
I'm running a mile, I see to it, and I go with it, and I feel it, it and I'm running a mile, I see to it, and I go with it, and I feel it, it and I'm running a mile, I see to it, and I go with it, and I feel it, it and I'm running a mile, I see to it, and I go with it, and I feel it, it I'm
This has been a production of NOCO FM.